Good evening and welcome to episode four of the Pack Homer Podcast. I'm Cal Parker, joined by my two best buds, Wes and Adam. Pack coming off a 2-1 series win over the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. And we're going to talk about that and uh, ACC baseball. i uh, got a lot to talk about in the Hawaii series, but let's start with ACC first tonight, guys. Uh, first, I'm going to start with a quick little rundown. The ACC went 32-11 and 11, uh, this weekend. Uh, Clemson was a 2-3 uh, series winner over Kennesaw State. Duke swept Northwestern. North, uh, Notre Dame split a four-game set with Florida International. Florida State swept Western Carolina. Miami won two out of three over Long Island. Virginia Tech swept Rhode Island. Georgia Tech with two out of three over Cornell. Louisville, two out of three over St. Bonaventure. Wake swept Dayton. Boston College won two out of three over UT Arlington. Pitt had a three-game set, I guess, at a neutral site where they had a win over Washington, lost to Maryland, and a win over Corpus Christi. Uh, UVA with a win over Wichita State, a win over Iowa, and also a win over Auburn. So they won three this weekend. And then uh, UNC, glad to see, uh, they lost a uh, three-game series with the Pirates, and that was really, really good baseball. I don't know if you guys watched that, but um, unfortunately, I'd say that the quality of baseball played in uh, Greenville, Fayetteville, and Chapel Hill this weekend was a little bit better uh, than what I saw from uh, us uh, in uh, uh, Hawaii uh, this weekend. So... Real quick, talking about the ACC, anything stand out to you guys this weekend? Oh, and first I want to say before we get going really good here, uh, we got Wesley tonight. If you're watching on YouTube, you see he's got some headphones on. He's got a better microphone. My daughter, our uh, YouTube uh, advisor, has spoken, my daughter Kinsley, and uh, she said that we need to get the good-looking guy in the center. Of, <laughs> we need center to get him the in the frame. center of the frame so everybody can see him. Jack and Tan, and you know, you get a good view of him, and uh, we need to get him a better microphone. So we listen to the people, uh, all all 103 now, I think, of our Twitter subscribers. <laughs> uh, we are we are listening to them, and we got him where you guys can get a good look at him tonight. All right, so back to the ACC. Uh, anything stand out to you guys this weekend uh, in in matchups uh, outside of uh, of what? Uh, uh, outside of the Pax matchup in, in Hawaii, I, like I said, the ACC went 32-11 and 11 this weekend. I'll, I'll start with you, Wesley. Yeah, I mean, like, new mic. Like, yeah like, like you guys, I mean, the, the East Carolina, North Carolina series was, uh, was definitely the marquee matchup for college baseball this weekend. I think it was the only top 25 matchup and. I think it's really a really good deal that they do, you know, having the game in Chapel Hill, then the game in Fayetteville, and then the game, the finale in Greenville. Um, and then the finale in Greenville, of course, it went went the way that us three would have wanted it to go with a walk-off, uh, I, I believe, by a freshman at ECU to, uh, to win that game. I think those guys set an attendance record today. It was 6,400 people, uh, give or take, there in Greenville. Uh, it's just really – Really, you know, uh, even though both are our rivals, it's really neat to see college baseball have that much excitement for a February game to have over 6,000 people in attendance. So that was that was a lot of fun to watch. 
Um, I think ECU threw 10 pitchers a day, which was uh, uh, really fun to watch too. But uh, that, that was a game that I paid attention to all weekend other than the Saturday game, which was uh, much like our series uh, was not on TV for that game, which doesn't make a lot of sense either. And, and while I got the mic, shout out to Tuffy. Uh, I watched uh, <laughs> way more baseball on a live feed than I ever thought I was, but that was, uh, it was at least nice to be connected some way in the series um, this weekend. Adam? I would say um, one thing I was thinking about, thinking about to the uh, Kennesaw State Clemson series was that uh, Clemson won the series that was similar to uh, kind of our win over Arkansas in the Super Regionals a few years back. Um, Clemson won the series, but got outscored by, I think, 10 runs all, all total So uh, after getting beat so bad in the first game. So that one kind of stood out. And I watched the last, I guess, three innings of the UNCG Wake game, the midweek game, the Tuesday night game. Uh, the Spartans kind of held it together late. Uh, Wake was trying to rally Tuesday night, and um, they were able to hold off Wake. So, Big win for them, but uh, yeah, all in all, I think uh, I, I kind of echo the comments about the East Carolina Carolina series. Kind of jealous watching that. I um, would would love for us to have a series like that with ECU. I think it would be good for for uh, everybody. So, but we can move on talk about us a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, before we do, I just say college baseball in North Carolina, like Adam said. I mean, six thousand people in attendance. I mean, not to toot the Pirates' horn too much because I don't like them a whole lot either. But my gosh, uh, they show up and show out, and uh, that's a heck of an environment for any any team to play in. I think Andrew Simpson a couple of weeks ago talked about how hard it is to play over there, and today that place was just a madhouse, um, and uh, they were able to. Uh, can, uh, they were able to seal, seal a, a lock up a series victory over the hills, which is you know good good to me. Um, yeah, real quick too before walk, we move along, midweek game with a walk off too. That had to be pretty electric. With a, with a walk off, Greenville is probably still getting after it right now at nine thirty one uh, on Sunday night. They're probably just getting started. Uh, yeah, the midweek games. I mean, you, Wake goes and uh, loses to UNC Greensboro, and then. I had to look it up just here a second ago. <laughs> Wake goes and use, loses to UNC Greensboro four three in a midweek game, and then uh, UNC or UNC Greensboro proceeds to lose uh, two two games to Binghamton this weekend. So that's college baseball. Um, but uh, yeah, moving on to our series because we got a lot to talk about tonight. The Wolfpack happy. I mean, we're happy. We won two out of three over Hawaii. It's about as ugly as it can get. We won game one seventeen to twelve. I actually, uh, probably because I'm not as probably part of the reason I'm not as pretty as Wesley. I, you know, I, I sat up, uh, I sat up <laughs> Friday and Saturday night. Didn't get my beauty rest till three in the morning. I watched every every uh, pitch Friday night and then listened to it on the radio last night. Uh, the Hawaii radio. Thank you guys out there in Hawaii. I don't remember your names, but uh, appreciate you guys broadcasting that so I could follow along. But we went two out of three over Hawaii. We win game one, 17 to 12. Uh, game two last night, we lost seven to five. And then uh, today, if uh, you're just, uh, if you, I'm sure a lot of you uh, 
we're probably as we speak anyway, we're we're just following that game. Uh, we went ten to eight in eight innings on a game that was ended early for a flight curfew. Um, there was an agreement, I guess, in in place before the game that the game would be three hours long, regardless of the score, and we were able to win ten eight. We were up ten to five in that ball game at one point, and then they kind of stormed back. But I kind of want to talk about each of these. Uh, three games uh, individually. Uh, so if we go back to game one, 17-12 win, uh, the pack, and this is really what I want to get into because, my gosh, I'm frustrated. Uh, and I know a lot of people that followed are too. But we walked 13 batters. We hit two more of them. Uh, and then somehow found out found a way to out-hit them and put up 17 runs. We had 20 hits. Uh, also made an error. Uh, in that game, uh, luckily, uh, a Mac, our, our pirate transfer hit a couple of home runs. And even though, you know, a 17, 12 game, we kind of, after getting behind early, we had to lead a lot of the game, but let's, let's talk about 13 walks and two hit batters from a division one pitching staff, because I don't care, you know, not to hurt anybody's feelings, but that ain't good. Adam, you, I see you smiling. You want to go first on that? Because i got a lot oh, to man. say. Yeah, it, it is frustrating. I think, you know, you pair the the 15 that we that we put on, uh, gave a free pass to first, compared to only four strikeouts in that game. Uh, I think the one positive <laughs> that you say after a performance, uh, an outing like that, is at least you won the game. I mean, because that's – you, you look at that stat line and, you know, you're, you're automatically thinking, you know, no way we can put that many guys on and strike that few guys out. And that guy, that many guys making contact when you're putting that many guys on base and, and still win. So I would say at least the positive is that we, that we won. I think, um, uh, I guess Whitaker got the win in that, right? Was he credited with the win? I'm thinking. Yeah, I believe that's right. Because I, I think Sam only went four, um, and I didn't. I, I didn't watch the beginning of it. I woke up and watched watched late. So um, yeah, I, I think the the only thing I could really glean from it is at least we won. <laughs> um, it's that's it's tough. It's tough to win when you put that many guys on. And I think for the weekend, what was there twenty? 29 walks for the weekend. So at least, <laughs> at least the pace of it subsided from the first game, I guess is another, another, uh, somewhat of a bright, uh, bright spot. Wesley. Well, I mean, you guys hit the nail on the head talking about the walks. I mean, we talk about having a series with ECU, you know, first couple weekends of the year. Thank God we didn't. You know, I mean, you know, are we is a se- is the season over? No, but are we ready for that? No, either. So I mean, hopefully, you know, from a rotation standpoint, you know, we're seeing some of the things we've seen. Hopefully, you know, some guys are going to step up. But I think we have a long way to go before we're ready for uh, for conference play. I mean, a max two home runs and the six RBIs on. Uh, Friday night, you know, that's, it's good to see him and Serrano hit the ball 
uh, a lot better this weekend compared to last weekend. So there are some positives, but you know, you know, once we get into conference play, it's unacceptable at all levels to 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 give this many free passes out. Yeah, and uh, I I think one of the things that's kind of standing out too is uh, the Matt Wilson injury. You look at our starters this weekend. We'll talk about game two and three too, but. I mean, we can't get anybody through the fifth inning all weekend long. And you can't do that. You know, you look at Sam the other night, and he threw 63 pitches, had five walks and four innings. Then when uh, Van, uh, Van Dam came in after P.J. Labriola, but Van Dam had five walks in an inning, in an inning of work without giving up a run. You know, luckily he kind of came in and in the middle of an inning is how that worked out, where, you know, he was able to kind of put a lot of guys on some it. other runners. Yeah, he, he 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 took over the he uh didn't bail PJ and his ERA out. <laughs> he let a couple of those in, but thirteen walks, two hit batters, and you know I'm a a washed up high school coach and a, a now a volunteer little league coach. Uh, but you know I talked to my little league team about uh, we have three things, and I, I think if we were to have one of them call in, one of my 12-year-olds call in, they say, well, what, is, what do we talk about before every practice? I say, there's three things you got to do if you want to win the game, especially in Little League. It's, it's different, obviously, at Division One level, but I say you got to throw strikes, number one. Number two, you got to protect the baseball, you know, not kick it all around the place, play soccer with it. That's what I call, call it. You know, we want to play catch and not fetch. And then uh, uh, number three, got to run the base as well. Well, Hawaii, and hats off to Hawaii. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, Hawaii won two out of four over Ole Miss uh, uh, week one, and, and then they gave us everything we wanted this weekend in the series. We were able to win two to one. Uh, but Hawaii uh, is uh, their, their coach, Rich Hill, I believe is his name, you know, talked about how they have – they play that Japanese-style baseball. And, and, you know, there is a large Southeast Asian presence there in Hawaii. But um, is it that bad, Wesley? I just heard a can. <laughs> but anyway, um, they, they, had, they play the, that style of baseball that you see in Japan, if you ever watch the Little League World Series, where they don't walk people. They, they play small ball. They run the bases. Uh, and they play defense. And honestly – other than recruiting rankings, we just have better players is why we won the series. That's it. We did not win the series this weekend for any other reason than the fact that we have far more talent than they do because they flat out outperformed us, uh, you know, in every letter of the word. Um, you know, Monday or Friday night, I mean, you all, 15 guys on for free. I mean, you're going to get absolutely blasted in the ACC, if you walk 13 guys and you hit two more and then kick it one time just for good measure. Uh, so that is something that, that we absolutely got to clean up. And we're going to talk about it some more, but let's go through game two real quick too. So in game two, you know, we had 13 walks. We almost cut it in half for game two. We only walked seven. We hit three more. We're trying to breeze, uh, breeze. We're trying to bruise every, Rainbow Warrior uh, on the roster. I reckon we got five the first two games there. Uh, we get 3.2 innings out of Dom Fritton. Uh, we, uh, again, uh, kind of struggle with putting guys on, but we have a lead. We have a lead late in the ball game. Um, 
Hawaii Hawaii starting pitch, pitcher Randy Absher, I think is his name. He's a transfer from University of Arizona. I think he's a fifth or sixth year guy. Uh, was a top twenty left handed recruit coming out of high school, and um, he ends up in you know in Hawaii. We know the portal works now, but anyway, he struck us out eleven times in five innings. Um, they the Hawaii pitching staff had twelve strikeouts. You know, I heard I was talking to somebody Saturday. They said, well. You know, the zone was tight last night. You know, that's why we walked 13 guys. Well, I don't know what happened Saturday night because we walked seven more and they walked zero. And uh, their, their starting pitcher had a 11 Ks in five innings. Kind of gave us a really hard time there. Uh, both teams did make two errors. Uh, but in that game, we, we used an all-freshman bullpen. Uh, I think we saw Jackson Lucas in that game. Uh, Cooper Consiglio, uh, Jacob Newton. Uh, several different guys, anyway, come out of the bullpen, and it, and I know it was really hard to follow on Saturday night. So basically, what that game comes down to, we're up five four in the eighth. We got the bases loaded, um, and uh, I think it was Duden on the mound at the time. He throws strike three with the bases loaded with two outs. We have a pass ball, and they score with two outs. Should have been out of the inning with a strikeout. They score, make it five to five. And then uh, ended up with uh, with two more runs that in, and and then they close us out and win that game uh, seven to five. Five out of these seven Hawaii runs in game two were scored by runners who reached on error, hit by pitch, or walk. So not a recipe for winning baseball. Want to add anything, guys, on that one? The, the pass ball was obviously critical in that game, especially on strike three to get out of the inning. Um, but, you know, you look at, you know, again, we're putting so many runners on and, and they walk and, and, and we drew zero. So I don't really think, I mean, that, that game, you know, look at the stat line, it could have easily gone that way game one. So um, I think it, you know, the difference with that many runners being on base just really caught up with us in game two. Yeah, you're you're always due for bad things to happen, right? Yeah. Uh, when, when you when you perform that way, uh, Wesley, uh, anything you want to add there on game two? Uh, yeah, not much more to add on game two. Uh, not much more at all. It's just not a not the way a top twenty five program plays. Yeah, and, and you know one of the things I did want to mention. Uh, and, you know, hate to be critical of coaching decisions. I think you guys know by now I'm a former coach. So I'm, I'm pretty uh, defensive of, of, of coaching. But a couple of things that really frustrated me, I say, in that game is, uh, and, and I, I don't know, obviously, we're not in the dugout. We don't know where guys stand. But, you know, Lucas there, uh, the kid from Garner, uh, had two, got two outs, and we go lefty on lefty. Um, we bring in Consiglio, walk a guy on four pitches, and then that kind of that eighth inning kind of gets out of control there. Uh, I personally, um, I know, I know there's a lot of data out there. I know there is a, uh, uh, all the metrics and, and whatnot. You can say, you know, lefty on lefty is the right move there. I'm kind of feeling like my man Lucas just struck out you know, made out number two by a strikeout. Let's try to get out of the dang inning. You know, this ain't the major leagues. We, we don't, we're not guaranteed to bring in somebody out of the bullpen throwing a hundred. 
uh, from the left side to go up against the left-handed hitter. Um, I kind of would have liked us to kind of ride with Lucas. Uh, I will say, you know, in that game, you know, you got you got an all-freshman bullpen. And, guys, we got talent in arms. I, I don't want to get a – I don't want to, like, disparage any of the guys we got there in the bullpen. But you got to throw the ball over the plate. Um, and, and we just didn't, and it cost us. And then uh, let's jump to game three, and, and then we'll talk a little bit more about this. So game three, I think all three of us uh, followed that one pretty close today. Um, it, who, who wants to give us a rundown on that one? I, I think I've probably talked enough here for a second. Wesley or Adam? I mean, for, for me, I mean, again, you know, the, the games weren't televised, so, I mean, it, I was piecing it together. Uh, as best as possible from from uh, you know YouTube stream or from Twitter, but I like Hogue in the two spot. I did like that. Uh, I thought Nick, you know, Luke Nixon provided some offense, so that that was uh, that's something that uh, you know to look forward to. Um, you know, they they the offense looked good. Uh, Van Dam Van Dam came in. Uh, with bases loaded and shut them down. So I mean, there there was there was some positives for Game Three. Uh, I definitely uh, thought so. Um, but again, I mean, while we're talking, I mean, we we've got the excitement of the freshman arms. But what about some of our sophomore and juniors? Where are those guys at? What the what the hell? <laughs> hey, I mean, do these kids just step on campus at eighteen years old and they're just that much better than what we we have in the pen? I don't know. I, obviously so. Um, that's a little bit of a head scratcher, I guess. Um, you know, these the freshmen uh, seeing all these innings in the early season, I guess that'll benefit us. But it is a little bit of a head scratcher that we haven't seen some of the veteran guys that, that I would have personally thought we would have seen in the first few series of the season. Yeah, Adam, you got anything to add about today's game? Yeah, a game, no, honestly. I- yeah. Go ahead. No, you go, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say it was a game. Honestly, it kind of feels like we escaped by having to run to the airport. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, I was telling you guys that, uh, you know, even at 10 five, I, I wasn't feeling very good with, uh, as many base runners as, as they were getting on. And, and we really did not really didn't do much the last, uh, three or four innings there anyway, after finally, thankfully we went up. Um, I agree about uh, Nixon. It was good to see him, um, you know, get a, a few clutch hits and had a couple RBIs a day. I think he's probably <laughs> our uh, our batting average leader now. Anyway, at least well, obviously a more limited number of at bats, but uh, he's four fifty plus, I think now. So, uh, but yeah, that was good to see him. Um, I, I agree with Hogue in the two spot. That seemed like I, I agree. I like some of the lineup changes that we had, but yeah, I mean, I think you know we. But the big story I think is is getting out of that inning with the bases loaded, no outs, and not allowing any runs, striking out two. I think both were looking, and then getting a pop out to uh, to end it. That was that was huge. Guy from Hawaii struck out looking on a on a three two pitch. Bases loaded is pretty tough way to go, but uh, I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad he did. So, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we got yeah. the. I'm glad we got the win. I feel a lot better about getting the uh, the series win and getting out of there. I mean, it just feels like we didn't probably didn't play good enough to 
or at least you know pitch good enough to to win so when you do get out of there with a series win that's what it's kind of all about so um i think uh hopefully we'll get some get some things figured out to to wes's point you know hopefully some of these other guys you know we don't know what some some of the issues might be or what's going on but you know obviously you know they're they're seeing a lot in these guys that that apparently they they like and and at least getting some some early season innings but it would be nice to see some of these guys that we've seen the last couple of years that we thought we'd be seeing by now. Is this Sosa was Sosa in the lineup at all this weekend? I don't think Sosa I, got any bat this weekend. I don't think he did either. I was, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I was wondering yeah. if it was injury or, or you know, you know, something we don't know about. But yeah, Sosa did not get any bat this weekend that I'm aware. I did want to talk about Josh Hogue a little bit because I will tell you if you're tuning in that us three are the biggest Chase Nixon fans probably that uh, you ever met, you know, there's Avance Army down there in uh, left field at the Doak. We're all humongous Chase Nixon fans. We love Chase Nixon. The guy plays hard. He hits. And we've been kind of upset, you know, on the group text that uh, we haven't seen more Chase. But, man, Josh Hogue can play. The guy has it. I mean, he can play. And, and you know, I, I hate it that, uh, that we're not seeing more Chase. And I do hope he carves out a role. And I know he had some preseason injuries. Um but, you know, when you got to write out a lineup card every day, I, I, at first I was a little bit skeptical and, and critical of, of not giving Chase an opportunity to run out there. But, boys, Josh O can hit. The dude is a hitter. What is he, he up to now? Well. He's hitting, after today's game, he's hitting 393. And, um, yeah, I think he, he brings a, another element to the, to the offense. Uh, no complaints at all, you know, for me offensively about this team. Uh, I'm looking right now um, after today. I'm, I'm just going to go down today's lineup and give you guys a rundown. But Noah Souls is now hitting 355. Josh Hogue is hitting 393. Uh, Garrett Pennington, who you know we all talked about a lot in off season, is hitting 419. Jacob Cozart, even after striking out four times a day, he did hit a home run in, in game three today, but he's hitting 333. Amax hitting 379. Eli Serrano now is up to 357. Uh, Lam Fierce hitting 353, and Luke Nixon is hitting 455, and then Butterworth down there in, in the nine hole is a, a guy that you know obviously is, is in the lineup because he, he brings defense with him. But he's 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 hitting 240. Uh, did make two errors today, which was kind of frustrating. But um, you know he he's also made some really big plays for us in, in some kind of tough spots with all the traffic that uh, we've had on the bases. So this team's going to hit. I don't think there's any question about it. I, I think in the ACC, I'm not worried about it. When you swing the bats like we've already done uh, through the first six games, I have no question about our ability to hit the baseball because, you know, I just read out nine guys. You know, we just talked about Sosa. We talked about Chase Nixon. Um, you know, we got guys on the bench. Uh, the other night, um, Vector hit a home run. I think this is his first or second college at bat. Anyway, he hit a home run. Uh, a, another true freshman. We got some guys that can swing the stick, uh, but let's let's just talk a little bit more about our pitching staff because uh, it's the elephant in the room. Um, it, it it is it is a concern when you. I think we've played two weeks now, and have, other than Marone last Sunday, have we have we had a starter go five innings yet? No. Marone had the only win. Um, yeah, 
coming into the day. So or the only the only yeah, star accredited would have win. I mean, back to earlier, I'm just just the development of some of the guys from last year that we saw, and you're like, well, you know, next year those guys are they're going to come on strong, and we haven't even seen them. Like, there's ghosts. <laughs> yeah, ghosts. <laughs> I mean, like, and, and maybe there's some guys in, injured, but like Big John Mariah, haven't seen him. Pain. Uh, I mean, pa- I'm Garrett Payne. Yeah, maybe Payne still hurt. Be back. I mean, there's some of these guys. I mean, some of the Schaefer. guys. Schaefer put in some good innings during the ACC tournament last year, and you know, obviously we're not we're not in the dugout like like Cal said earlier. But from a development standpoint, and these guys, you know, I mean, from strength, the strength coach, I mean, they're getting stronger, bigger, and stronger every year. You would have thought that some of these you know eighteen year old guys wouldn't jump them on the depth chart immediately. But again, I'm not complaining because we got some some phenomenal arms. That are 18 years old, but it's just surprising that we haven't seen some some more of the veteran uh, from a pitching staff standpoint. Um, you know, even Van Dam, even though he's an older guy, he's a new guy to us. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going down the roster. I, I just want to talk about all the freshmen that we've thrown, and you guys, if I miss someone, let me know. But uh, so, and, and the first freshman that kind of pops up when you scroll down the roster is Chance Mako, super highly recruited guy. One of the actual freshmen we haven't seen yet, so I'm sure we're going to see him. But uh, as far as freshman arms so far, we've seen Jackson Lucas. We've seen Heath Andrews today. Heath Andrews, uh, freshman out of Virginia, threw for us today. Ryan Marone, who's been our Sunday starter so far. Um, we uh, have seen Heath Cooper. Yeah, yeah, Heath, and- Heath Andrews was, was today. Uh, Cooper yeah, and Siglio. He got the win today. Yes. Uh, Cooper Consiglio came in uh, last night and faced one batter. He's a freshman lefty. Um, we, As Wesley mentioned, he's a sophomore, but Shane Van Dam, new to us, has, has seen a lot of work. Um, we have seen Jacob Duden extensively uh, in the first uh, couple of weeks. Uh, Hollis Fanning, he's a senior, but new to us. Uh, he, he's thrown a couple of times now. Uh, Jake Bechtel, uh He's listed on the roster as an outfitter slash right-handed pitcher. He started last night and hit a home run. We haven't seen him on the mound yet. Uh, but all those freshman arms that, that we're running out there uh, over guys like uh, Andrew Schaffner, a uh, guy that we saw last year, John Moralia, uh, Jacob Dean, Jacob Halford was a guy that last year, I think. I'm pretty sure he threw last year in the South Carolina Regional. He did. Uh, uh we have seen P.J. Labrioli struggle the other night in game two, uh, came in and, and gave up uh, several several hits. I believe it was in game two. Um, other upperclassmen uh, pitchers, Wynn Scott, haven't seen him yet this year. Uh, Derek Smith did come in today, sophomore right-hander uh, for one out. Have we seen Carson Kelly yet this year? I don't think we've seen Carson Kelly. I don't think Kelly. so. you got to think that maybe, maybe he's – Midweek, he's, yeah. Maybe, you got to think maybe he's not – Something's up there because I mean, last year he pitched 21 times, had 33 Maybe strikeouts in 24 innings. Um, well, Christopher Zapito, he's another freshman we have not seen yet, but uh, anyway, we have seen a lot more. We, we've seen a lot more trust in the freshman arms out of the bullpen than we have uh, from our upperclassmen. Um, and you know, I'm fine with that if they're better, I won't. 
you know, I've always felt like you you gotta you gotta run the the better guy out there. I, I don't believe in seniority when you're when you're trying to win ball games, um, but I I do think whether it's freshman or senior, uh, when you go out there and you can't throw it over the plate, uh, that is a that that is uh that's a, that's something that's going to have to be addressed, and um, you know, getting back to the walks. One of the things that frustrated me this weekend, I think <laughs> Adam just knows it's just burning me up. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that frustrated me, we, we have ACC recruits. If you go click on their names on our nice GoPack website, every doggone one of them was like top 100 this, top 100 that, top 20 in whatever state you know we recruited them from. And guys are, I, I don't think we're, we're absolutely getting lit up. I think before the game today, they're hitting 241 against us. Uh, as a team before today, I don't, I don't know after today, but you got to throw it out the damn plate. Uh, you know, you're sitting there and we're throwing first pitch sliders to the nine hole hitter. And I, I know they don't probably call their pitches, but when you're going to play a team who obviously has not recruited the play, the talent that you have on your roster and you're, we, we got to change our. We got to we got to gut up a little bit and go after some guys. So there's a lot of different pitching philosophies in baseball. You got guys that you know we want to pitch everybody backwards. We want our staff to be able to to pitch backwards, which is you know we want to throw them what it what the book doesn't say throw them here. We want to throw two O curveballs and changeups, or uh, or we want to be really aggressive and and go right after guys and make them hit it. You know, I always as a you know as long as I coached, I was always a see how far they can hit it guy. Cause we ain't putting them on for free. Uh, and for us to have these freshman guys that are, you know, 92, 94, 96, a lot of arm talent we ain't seen the last couple of years, if we're being honest here. And for us to just sit there and just nibble and hit guys and walk guys. Um, I really, really want to see our pitchers go after some guys, throw it over the plate and see how far they can hit it. And if they hit it out, I mean, my gosh, I can live with that over 13 walks. It's just, it's just unacceptable. I mean, if, if I was coaching my, my 12 year old team, we walked 13 guys. I, I'm going to go tell my wife after a game, you know, it's a wreck game. Obviously, it don't matter. We're going to get a hot dog and go home. But I mean, 13 walks, my gosh, we're a division one baseball team. Some, somebody chime in before I just, yeah. I, I'm, before I get myself in trouble here. I I don't think anything you're saying, anybody affiliated with the program would disagree with, right? <laughs> Officially affili affiliated with the program, yeah. right? Um, I, I mean, I, 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 think, I agree. Uh, all the coaching staff would agree too, you know, like it's just too many walks. Can't put that many guys on six, just shy of seven walks per game so far. Uh, man, that's just, just unbelievable. So it's, you do that. And, so how much uh, – yeah, sorry, Aaron. No, I was going to say you do that and you're still four and two. I think you got, you got to be pretty happy until you and, – and have two series wins until you can get it figured out. Yeah, and, and hopefully we do figure out. And, and it does speak speak highly of the offense that we're, we're running out every day that we can we can score enough runs to, to overcome that. Um you know, I do want to talk about these freshman pitchers because you hate to see a young kid get discouraged. 
I mean, we got some dudes, guys. I mean, Jackson Lucas and Jacob Duden and Ryan Marone, they have the stuff to win in the ACC right now. Uh, they are talented. Uh, you know, they a couple of them have, you know, multiple pitches in their arsenal. Uh, they are getting a lot of experience as 18-year-olds uh, that, you know, it's hard to come by uh, in the ACC. They're, they're getting a lot of experience early. And I, I really do like the talent. You know, if you're out recruiting these guys, you know, I, I think every scout in America, uh, we, we've always joked about this uh, when I was a high school coach that, you know, college coaches see talent and they're always like, well, I can teach him to throw strikes or I can teach him to do this or I can teach him to do that. Um, but, I mean, they got all they got a lot, all the things on paper. I mean, you know, we got several guys throwing low to mid nineties, uh, guys with really good stuff. But you know, just hope that we can, uh, you know, put it together. So I don't, I'm not down on them like Adam said. We're, we're four and two. Um, we we have we could be in a lot worse position, uh, you know, with with the amount of traffic we put on the base pass this weekend, um, but. Uh, we're not. So not the end of the world. We're early. Uh, we, we talked about last week, some of the ranked teams that lost. Um, but s- still, got got to get it over the plate. Um, and and it, it makes you better as a baseball team, too. You know, when, when you're – I don't know if you guys ever uh, have stood on the field and, uh, and played a, a position when your pitcher walked two or three guys in a row. It's kind of hard to play good, focused uh, defense. Uh, when 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 your guy up on the mound is, is struggling to throw strikes for you, um, yep. So I think that's uh, why it's kind of hard to be ahead. critical. Of, it's it's hard to be critical of some of the errors that we saw. You know, too. You know, to that to your to your point. You know, you get frustrated when you're putting those situations, having to play in a lot, or um, you know, just have runners on base that 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 shouldn't <laughs> shouldn't be there. So. I think, um, you know, we got to get back. We got what well, we'll have. I, I, I guess they're coming back tonight. They'll get home tomorrow, you know, have tomorrow off, come back Tuesday. And then starting Wednesday, we got five games in five days. So it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a grind. Hopefully, you know, um, an opponent that we match up well with, hopefully given their, given their records thus far, but. Maybe we can. Yeah, we're gonna Yeah, probably learn a lot more about some arms. So let's talk about that real quick, and, and before we wrap up, uh, what you guys want to see. So we have two and five queens coming in in the midweek, and then we have a four-game set with one and six Townsend um, next weekend. So by all accounts, a week that we really hope we win five games, and you know, next Sunday night if we're sitting here and we're nine and two. Uh, things feel feel a little bit better. Um, but what do you guys want to see out of this baseball team next week? Um, let's not talk about the walks anymore. I think we've probably beat that horse to death. We obviously want those strikes. But what else would you guys uh, like to see uh, going in, uh, in into this next week with the, with the five games? Uh, it is going to be a challenge. I, that was one of the things we didn't talk about. You know, you're playing at 2 in the morning when you're playing in Hawaii. I don't think that makes you throw balls instead of strikes, but it does. It is a definitely a, 
a challenge on the body. So coming back this week, we got five games against two teams that, you know, on paper are certainly inferior opponents, but they are Division One baseball players. Uh, what do you guys want to see? I'll start with you, Wes. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, it'll be a challenge coming back uh, with the uh, across-the-world flight, like Adam said, for five games in five days. But um, And not to harp on the pitching staff, but like we said from the beginning, we know we're going to hit. You know, we have a – you know, it, it, the D8 spot is one of the most, uh, you know, intriguing things on our team because we got so many guys that can be in the everyday lineup from the D8 spot. And I think I think from a, from a clubhouse standpoint – that makes it a competition every day. So I think that keeps those guys focused. And I mean, whether it's, whether it's Nixon or Lamphere or Sosa or, or, uh, you know, whoever it could be that, that, that keep, that keeps the focus there, but we still want to see who's going to step up in the bullpen. Because if you're, if you're a guy that hasn't thrown yet, man, what an opportunity to, to show what you can do here in the next five days. So I think, I think here, here this week, you know, is there a guy that we haven't seen that can step up in the, uh, in the bullpen and show us what he can do. And for me, that's what I would say would be uh, what I'm looking here for the next, uh, the next week. Who, who's the guy we haven't seen that can step up with the arm. Adam, I, I would agree. I think we're going to see some new guys, right? Some guys that we hadn't seen and um, should be a good opportunity for them. Um, get some, these early season reps in. And, you know, we were talking about it earlier, maybe think about, you know, one of the conversations that we were having, you know, prior to the season was, you know, things are so different, right? And in today's marketplace, if you will, you know, there's, you know, with the portal and NIL and those sort of things, there's just a lot of, you know, more pressure from the coaching staff to get players reps or innings or that sort of thing, you know, at least get a, a number on paper probably that, they can show at the end of the season, you know, how many, you know, how many innings they got and, you know, what they did. And, you know, it's hard to say at this, at this stage of the season, but, you know, you got to think too, like, you know, how much is it that we're, we're trying to get some of these young guys more reps because maybe we, maybe we got some other guys that we feel like are going to get the majority of them come conference play. So I don't know. I, I, I don't think that, you know, it weighs heavily in our mind, but you got to think, you know, in, in today's world, um, with, with some of these stuff going on in NCAA, you know, where does it, how much does that really come into play? But regardless of that, I think this what? week with, with the five games, we're going to see some new arms. So I'm excited to see that. Agree that, you know, we seem to be hitting the ball, scoring runs. Um, all that part's going great. I do agree with Wes. I think the DH spot is going to continue to be a, a, a musical chairs, if you will, because we just got so many guys that we need to get those ABs. So, um, yeah. Well, but, you make. Uh, I, I mean, mean, Adam, you make a great point. You make a great point because, you know, in seasons past, if you have a young guy that maybe is not quite ready, you have to play him now because he could leave next year. I mean, you know, yeah. would we have played Peebles? Would we would we have played Peebles behind the plate more last year if we thought there was a chance of him leaving? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But I think you know, and us seeing Nixon some this weekend, 
I think that has a lot to do with it, that you have to get these guys out there because they can leave next year. You know? Yeah. And once upon a time, they were there for four years. You could develop them and see how this goes and see the flow of the game. And then now those guys, if they feel like they're not, not getting the, the PT that they deserve, they're gone. And, you know, maybe ultimately that ends up being a great thing, but I think that's something that coaches have to consider now. And maybe, maybe while we're seeing more of the freshmen – pitchers <laughs> pitching yeah, I know. because but because they, they they have more talent and you're going to have to throw your talent because they may leave next year right if they if they know they're better so i think i think there's a there's a dynamic now from a coaching standpoint that maybe wasn't there five ten uh two years ago and cal can speak to that more as a former coach on the pod but but i think there's definitely a dynamic now that maybe we haven't seen in the in years past yeah, and I, I do think that, you know, freshmen come in now and they want to play. Um, so, you know, how we balance that, especially, too, offensively. I mean, like we, we've said, you know, you've got so many guys that we can put in. You know, you we talked about Bechtel came in this weekend and he had a home run. He's, he's played in one game this year. Well, you know, I, don't, I don't know about you guys, but if I played in one game and hit a bomb, I'd be like – Coach, you got to run me back out there. And then you got, you know, Chase Nixon, who had over 300 last year. I'm sure he's like, Coach, <laughs> you know, I need to get a chance to get in the lineup. And then you got Alex Sosa, one of the high, highest recruited kids in the country. Coach, I need to get in the lineup every day. With, and, and there's only nine spots to write in. So I think that is hard to try to massage that and try to keep everybody happy uh, and to play the guys that are that are hot at any given time. Um you know, I am looking, you know, not not just walks, not not just talking walks, but uh, one of the things I wrote down, I looked up today, you know, our whip coming in. So so whip is walks plus hits divided by innings pitch. It's how many walks and hits you give up per inning uh, that you pitch. And we were at 1.6 coming into today. And then I said, well, let me go look up teams that we think have a good chance to be in Omaha. Uh, we didn't talk about them a whole lot today, but I, I still guys think Duke is really, really good. Uh, obviously, Wake is really, really good. Arkansas, I think, this weekend. Uh, how many was it, Adam? 16,000 they played in, They played in front of? Was it yeah. 16,000 they played? When it, they well, set their record. So, they those are three really good teams. Uh, Duke is 1.14. Wake is one. That means they allow one run base runner per inning. And Arkansas was 1.05. So looking, you know, if we're, we're going to go toe-to-toe with those guys late in the year to find the mix in the bullpen uh, that allows us to compete. Um, I do think that early in the season, you know, when you're playing the Hawaii's and the VCU's and the Townsend's of the world, it's not as important. I do want to figure out – I do want – I am eager to see who's going to be the guy that's going to shut the door. Um, I, I've never been a fan of, uh, you know – kind of bullpen by committee and we're going to run out whoever we got to fit finish it tonight. I want to find somebody that when we get an ACC play that when we go into the ninth inning or eighth or ninth inning with a two or three run lead that we're not sitting here biting our fingernails off. Like we know when we put this guy in, you know, chances are this ball game's over. So I hope that out of that crop of young guys we have or, or veterans that we, we can find who that is. Uh, I think that's going to be important. It's definitely going to be important that we get more innings out of our starters uh, so we don't put so much pressure on the bullpen. Uh, one of the things I was whining about a couple of uh, weeks ago, uh, I'll say whining, was that 
the last couple of years we've thrown <laughs> three or four guys, and that's it, it seems like. Uh, we are throwing a lot more guys now. So I hope that uh, Coach Chrysler, Coach Avian are, are really stirring the pot and, 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 and breeding competition and, and hoping that, uh, you know, out of that, um, we, we are able to build a formidable bullpen because, you know, it's a lot better to lose one early that you thought you should have win or should have won than get late in the season and, and not have confidence in the next guy out of the pen. You know, when you're playing a 12 or 13 game or 13 inning game in the ACC tournament and you just have no idea when you look down there who's next. So excited, too, that we are running a lot of guys out there. Just going to be paying attention to see uh, how those guys – uh, develop and, and perform as we move forward. And, and I'll tell you, uh, because I've been really critical tonight, um, that I know that our coaches are going to challenge our pitchers this week. I, I know that the challenge is going to be we got to throw more strikes. Uh, we got to go deeper in ball games. We got to keep our pitch count down. Um, you know, that's going to be uh, echoed through the clubhouse. Uh, so, really eager uh, to see who steps up to the challenge, whether, whether it be somebody we've seen or, or that we haven't. And then also if we can just keep hitting like this because, man, it's exciting when, uh, you know, one through nine, you got guys batting 300. I think that is uh, fun to watch. I think that's baseball that fans that uh, aren't coming out to the dope right now, uh, they'll show up to see a team that's scoring, you know, 8, 10, 12 runs every night. So uh, excited about that. I want to talk real quick about our sponsors before we move on. Then I'm going to let Wesley and Adam give us an update on our uh, our current Twitter and Instagram uh, <laughs> uh, all, all, all audience following, whatever you want to call it. Um, oh, so uh, the show obviously is brought to you by Waters and Mathis CPAs. If you're looking to pack your pockets with tax savings, visit WMCPAs.com, WMCPAs.com. And if you're looking – to sponsor us uh, or be a sponsor of the show, you can reach out to us at uh, packhomerpod at gmail.com. That is packhomerpod at gmail.com. And we would love to give you some information on how you can uh, support the show. We have already committed $1,000 to when we, a uh, thousand more dollars. We gave $1,000 last week uh, for our, uh, for Coach Avian's 1,000th win. was excited to see. Uh, one pack uh, retweet that this week and try to start a little campaign there to raise NIL money for our program. But we've committed another $1,000 uh, to the NIL fund when we reach a thousand Twitter followers. And um, I'm going to let Adam tell them, tell the, tell the group how we're doing, tell the audience how we're doing. So it's a thousand followers on X for one. Elon has changed. That's correct. On X. On X. So, oh, wow. So we're up to 104, which I think last week Let's when go. we aired, I think last week we were about 40 or maybe 50. So we got to retweet. We're surging. Uh, we got to retweet this week from uh, that we were tagged in from the baseball team. So that was exciting talking about our sponsorship of the NIL program following. Um, Coach Avitt's thousandth win in the red and white. So, yeah, so we're at 104. We're surging. That's right. That's a good word. So, Wesley, tell them about that Instagram we got going now. Gosh, man, you look good in that picture on the Instagram. <laughs> kind of put me and Adam to shame. 
you good looking rascal. Well, we appreciate all of Kirsten's efforts and uh, talents for getting us set up on social media. <laughs> that is definitely not uh, our three is not our uh, forte, and you know she's our she's our social media manager. That's right. That's my wife, Kirsten, big pack fan. She's going to be on the show eventually. We're going to rope her in. You, I'm sure you guys are similar to me when I'm at work and our in our day jobs and. Uh, I say the term user error very regularly to my IT department. <laughs> I'm like, my computer's moving slow. And they're like, you have 30 open tabs. <laughs> so, so, you know, we're, we're not the most IT savvy guys. Uh, we just, we just like uh, NC state baseball, but uh, we definitely thank Kirsten for, for that. Uh, the, the, the Instagram. Um, so we, 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 we expect our followers to, to, to definitely compound here over the next few weeks. And, and then back to, to NC state and the, uh, the NIL back to the, you know, the $1,000, it's very important that we support the baseball program. We, we, we have to keep up and, and, uh, you know, we we're talking about Peebles earlier and we won't mention the, the fellow a couple of years ago that left for, for, for Baton Rouge, but it's something we have to do, you know, as a fan base. And, and we hope that we can, we can be a catalyst to help that and the program uh, moving forward. And, and not to say we need to take, take money away from basketball, but, but please don't give any money to our basketball <laughs> program. Please, please don't just don't do it. If it doesn't, if it doesn't, if it doesn't go to baseball, send it to football, and we'll all be happy. <laughs> don't send basketball. any money to basketball. Me, yeah. me, me basketball. Uh, even women's don't yeah. send it to basketball. <laughs> send it we, to the football. Send it to football. Uh, send it to baseball. That's the, we're a football and baseball school at NC State. <laughs> we we should have probably started with this early, earlier today, but because I don't know how many listeners we still got at fifty two minutes in, but. If you're following on YouTube, my, my daughter has been passing these out. She says, subscribe to the Pack Homer podcast. She did a little artwork for us. But we are on YouTube, X slash Twitter. Uh, we are on uh, Instagram at, at Pack Homer Pod. Uh, we are also on Spotify. We're on Apple now. I think we're on Google Podcasts. I have no idea how we got there. Uh, <laughs> if you guys have... <laughs> I just clicked some button and it says it's there, but I haven't listened to it there yet. Uh, hey, but if, well, I if you do, I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I said. I said I got a stat. So this is What's our that? fourth. This is our fourth episode, and there's three point two million. I think it was estimated three point two million podcasts. Only ten percent make it to episode four. So there we go. Cheers, baby. 90% or three episodes or less. So we made it. We made it. Cheers. Uh, and uh, no, what I, what I was going to say is if you got that Gmail address, uh, packhomerpod at gmail.com, if you guys could figure, if anyone knows on these podcast things we're doing, uh, how we can get some better music, we're all about it. You know, maybe you don't want to sponsor us. Maybe you just want to teach us how we can get some better lead in and exit music. We're about to hit it here in a minute, just a second here. Uh, but we, we need all the uh, IT support we can get uh, in regards to that. Cause, well, just, uh, it was, at least we could tell them what we'd rather be playing than the 
than the uh, we just the don't little know. Ge- the little jingle that we got is we want to play cheap seats by Alabama. Yeah, we want to play <laughs> cheap seats by Alabama. That's and, all and we, we want. Or maybe maybe some you know some ESPN coverage of Torres going yard off Kevin Cops in Arkansas. You know something fancy. You know we're not a very fancy uh, 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 production yet, but we're working toward it. We promise we're doing our best. But if anybody can help us with that, uh, we will be willing uh, to take any and all uh, instruction and advice. Uh, but yeah, the cheap seats from Alabama—that's what we're looking for. Maybe. Maybe for some of our sophomore and junior pitchers, they want to hear "put me in, coach." I don't know, but um, <laughs> we we need uh, any anybody got any advice? I do appreciate we, we're getting some comments on Apple and uh, and Spotify to our little question. You know, what did you think about the pod? We appreciate all the positive feedback. We appreciate all the five star reviews. Uh, we we honestly are really enjoying it, and. Uh, I think I speak for all of us when we say we really hope you're here with us uh, for episode five. So, you guys make it a great week. Uh oh. No jingle. <laughs> See, I mean, the music's not even working. There it goes. You gotta do some edits. <laughs> I don't know how to edit. It's all right. You need to. <laughs> all right. <laughs>